I have known Butch Stone for quite a few years now, and I think uh, the big pivotal point in our relationship was probably August 27, 2011. He was living across the street from Kitty Hawk Water Sports. There was a hurricane bearing down on us, Hurricane Irene, and I went down right before sunset to check on the business to see how everything was doing before I went back home and go to bed, whatever. And when I pulled up to the business, it was underwater. Sound had inundated the entire property uh, all the way up to the highway. And the first person I saw was Butch. And the first things he said out of his mouth were, John, I'm so sorry. What can I do to help? Me identifying the magnitude of the situation pretty quickly, I took him up on the offer and he helped me secure things in the dark with his son who I just met. And you know, that it says a lot to just be to, to walk in to waist deep water not sure what you're stepping on or stepping in and helping out somebody, uh, a fellow voter in the, frankly, all my jet skis are all over the place. So that's kind of where we, we, we definitely created a bond that night, I think. And uh, Butch is such a great guy and he's, he's a good storyteller. He says plenty of stories. This conversation went all over the map, quite frankly, went back and forth. So I tried to edit it as best I could and tried to group it into three areas. One, the hurricane. Two, um, what it's like to live on a 40-foot sailboat in Manio and be able to migrate north and south of Florida during the wintertime. And three, uh, being the owner of the jetpack, which if you remember the jetpack on the Unbanks, that was Butch. So you might notice some stops and starts in the conversation. That's because my editing skills or lack thereof. I hope you can uh, uh, find some good funny stories out of this we we had a great time we sat down inside of butch's 40-foot sailboat in the parlor on a cold overcast day which is still very cool i always love hanging out on the boat and not freezing my tail off that's that's always a good day so um hope you enjoy the talk and sit back and relax do you remember hurricane isabel no Hurricane Irene. See, I'm Irene. confusing myself already. That's okay. <laughs> but do you remember I, me pulling up and the first thing you said? <laughs> the first thing I said, uh, I remember you pulling up, and uh, at that time I owned a cottage court right across from right. Kitty Hawk Water Sports. And um, I had some open spaces there, and here you are running back and forth, and I knew you'd be trying to get there early and you could keep an eye on it and everything so I did invite you to stay stay at my place there at an open apartment so you stayed there right and uh, at the time uh, my son was there uh, Randy Stone was he and, staying in the apartments too yeah he, okay. he came down for the weekend I believe uh, with his son I, I, I'm not sure exactly I think that's all it was was him and his son I believe but anyway, uh, we uh, so you got to stay there, and you got up early. I didn't quite get up that earlier. Right. And you were over there at daybreak, I think, and then uh, I think the water had just about it, gone. It, it, it was gone. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I will say, I, oh. I can't remember, but I feel like at some point, either I got up before dawn or in the middle of the night, and I walked across the street, and, and I couldn't see the water. And I was like, well, it's dark yeah. out. I'll figure it out tomorrow morning. Yeah, well, what what happened was, too, uh, what I remember of it, it's been a little while, and <laughs> yeah. most, most of the time I can't remember what happened <laughs> yesterday, but anyway, uh, what I remember of it, it was during the night, you were like, do you have any lines, any ropes? And yeah. I'm like, at that time, I had a, uh older sailboat there, and it was mine, and I'm like, yeah. So I had an anchor rope and all kinds of stuff. I just started throwing it off the boat yeah and and it was dark it when was, we went was, over there yeah yeah, yeah. i Crazy. just remember that we it might have dark. we might have had flashlights yep we had flashlights and my son and i went and here we are wading through the <laughs> through the swamp or whatever and, and by the way i had just met randy like five minutes prior to that yeah the sewage water or whatever right. it was i don't know i remember I that it was, it was like Either we're going to get electrocuted or we're going to get poisoned by sewage water. Or yeah, something. or a snake or whatever. <laughs> or bit by a snake. Yeah, really. So uh, we would, let me say, I think I was following you and Randy was following me. <laughs> right. And we would just, and you were like, now nah, go this way, go that way, because you couldn't see anything. We yeah. don't know if we were stepping in a hole or in a septic right, tank right. or whatever, you know. Right. 
So, uh, do, do you remember the water was almost to the highway? It, it was 10 it was. feet from the highway. And I think some of the jet skis were out there. So we were just tying them to any signpost and anything we could find. Because I didn't know what to expect next. I really didn't. And, and I was thinking, what if the water keeps going up? Yeah. I mean, these could be in the middle of the highway. The jet skis could be in the middle of the highway. Yeah. And I could see them just kind of scraping across as they're getting pushed pushed across the highway with the waves and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. fortunately, I think that was the high water mark was right where they were, right when we got there or right when we started tying everything I up about so. 10 feet from the highway. And of course, that's when you come over and say, come on, come on. And yeah, I'm okay. Okay, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, when it's the worst time, right? Okay. Well, you, you were very... dark. I did yeah, have a flash. I, I remember you being very generous, but, but here's what I remember is, um, first off, I thought I'd prepped well for the storm. I was back home in Southern Shores, just kind of hanging out, and, you know, and I think I was in my yard doing yard work because yeah. it was, you know, it was just windy out, you know? Exactly. And, um... I kept, you know, every now and then I would check on the weather channel, see what was going on. And um, I remember it was blowing north or northeast at 50 miles an hour. 50 miles an hour northeast. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I'm like, okay, we're good. We're good. And then all of a sudden, I think it's it clocked around and maybe the, the wind gauge broke. <laughs> and I'm like, wind gauge broke. And the sun was starting to go down. I was like, well, let me go check on things before the sun goes down. And I brought my daughter with me. She was probably like 14 or something like that. And... Uh, and, you know, as we're coming down the, the bypass, down the highway, I see the water is unusually close to the bypass. Like, uh, what's, that, uh, what's that pirate restaurant? Um, anyway. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, the Mike owns. Yeah. Mike owns. Mike Kelly's Mike restaurant. Mike Kelly's restaurant in... Uh, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> well, now. it'll come it's back. Right yeah. so, so that's like the first parking lot you see when you're coming south. And I was like, why is there water all the way up in that parking lot? Yeah. And then you get to the Dairy Queen, and I'm like, oh, crap. And yeah. then you, then I start to see all these boats in that what is now the uh, the Soundside Event Center. I mean, boats that are, like, way up. Yeah, pontoon boats. Pontoon boats. There. Yeah, that floating, are, just floating. Just floating. Yeah. I think <laughs> this is not good. Um, the dog is walking on the <laughs> skylight right above our heads, which is funny. Uh, we're, we're in a... Uh, catamaran 31 foot catamaran no 40 40, 40 foot. foot catamaran yeah, yeah we don't do anything too small around here come there you on go. There you go. well it's my home so anyway it's, it's a good boat um let me turn off my phone for a second here oh there you go 888 number spam okay um so anyway so i'm driving down the bypass and i see water in what is now the soundside event center and i realize this is not good and by the time i pull up to the front of my business I can't even pull into the driveway yeah. because the driveway is underwater and the and the sound is 10 feet from the bypass 10 feet and my jet skis are floating right next my daughter freaks out she's she's ready to cry and i'm ready to cuss <laughs> because i'm thinking yeah what do i do now all of your equipment was just yeah. floating all over the place where where is this in the manual didn't you have yeah. something on a trailer too it was floating the trailer there was a, there was it? yes yes um yeah. and actually that was captain andy's parasail boat he oh, parked yeah, it in our parking right. lot, and that is. thing was bobbing up and down like a buoy. I mean, uh, that's a 30-foot boat, and that was, thing was just bobbing up and down. And it, I tell you, I was a little nervous for that because it looked like it could just keel over at any point in time. Like, it yeah, just had this it, weird buoyancy on it, you know? Well, it had the trailer hooked to it. It had the trailer hooked to it. <laughs> so, so the trailer was floating as well. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and of course, like you said before, this right this is all going down right as the sun's setting. And I'm just right. like, oh, crap, you know. So now we're dealing with this stuff in the dark. Yeah. But let's back up for just a second. So I never witnessed it, but I think you witnessed all the sound pushed out of the water. I mean, jeez. I, I think you witnessed all the water pushed out of the sound. Well, uh, <laughs> it happened so fast. I was probably in the, in the house, and I oh, go so outside, yeah. and there it was. It was like... It, it just hit okay, all... so, so you didn't see when the water was all pushed out. I didn't see it. Right, until... so a lot of people said it was just amazing that yeah. all the water was out, and then it, it must have, boy, I wish there was cameras of that water coming back in, because that must have come in so fast. It had to. You know? It had to. It just, I guess the wind just spun around and just... I think it did a 180. Yeah. It literally did yeah. the wind literally... Which it does. Yeah, 50 miles an hour from the northeast to oh, yeah. probably 50 miles an hour or 40 miles an hour from the southwest. Oh, yeah. Or you west, know, uh, just right, push right in. Yeah, right here with the with the catamaran, uh, we take it out of uh, Shallowback Bay, 
So uh, this summer, we I'm going out and I'm like I'm looking at this pouring down rain in Nags Head across the sand, <laughs> and I'm looking at it and I'm looking at the Doppler weather and it's showing that uh, you know there's nothing coming our way or anything else and everything's in Virginia Beach. Well, uh, I'm watching <laughs> that and I'm watching it going further toward Kitty Hawk and I'm like ah it's it's okay you know we'll just We'll just go out and see how it works out. I mean, sometimes you can have the best sunsets in the world when when it's cloudy. Right. So we got out there, and then I watched it, watched the rain. It was going toward Kitty Hawk, and then the wind started changing, and it spun around. And uh, I'm like, oh, time to go in. <laughs> so I started heading in, and then you could see it coming over Manio, uh, the town. And then heading towards Shalabag Bay, which is, I mean, Shalabag Marina, which is only a mile or so. And I'm sitting there watching it pour down rain, and I'm trying to get in, get them, right. keep them from getting wet. But that's how fast stuff happens around here. Yeah. And there was nothing on the Doppler weather. Yeah. And you look at the Doppler weather then, it shows it. Oh, look, we're going to get wet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't, can't trust that either. But uh, just anyway. Yeah, so, so, so the next morning after yeah. the storm. There you go. I'm up at daybreak. Um, actually, what I, I remember when I woke up in the middle of the night, <laughs> there was a police car up at the, I guess that's the wings up the street or something like that, or one of those. Oh, yeah. And, and I think I think he was just kind of keeping an eye, because I was a little worried about looters. I was worried about just yeah. people doing stupid stuff. So I, there was a cop out there a block away. Well, it was water good. over Beach Road right there, right near uh, uh, the, shoot, the uh, chicken place right there. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, really? It was actually water. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Too. Oh, I believe it. And it was one across, across my street a little bit, too. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So get up at the crack of dawn. Yeah. And I think by then, I want to say CBS might have already been set up in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these news people, because I've seen them more than once, right. they show up and they want the money shot. When they, they, when they have somebody on TV in the background... They want to see devastation. So let's get in front of Kitty Hawk Water Sports while all the jet skis by the road. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and all the all the debris. And that's the other thing is that storm just blew in all this debris from the sound, which ended up in the parking lot and all over everything. I have pictures of it somewhere. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it just kind of got out there, started surveying things. And I don't know if it was that day or the following day, but at some point, you know, you broke out the Bobcat. And uh, that was a godsend right there. Yeah. And you started pushing all the debris out to the road, and and uh, you know it was just piled up. Everybody started pushing all their debris out to the road. I mean, it's just the amount of trash that that hurricane produced was just amazing. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, and I had my employees just raking stuff out, and then you would come along and push it up. And well, actually, I got a little thing too. I grabbed a railroad tie. That's right. And hooked it to it. And you found pushing. you found some a railroad random railroad tie just laying right. around. Right. <laughs> then I started pushing the road with that, and boy, it worked really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But th that was crazy though that night though. Uh, like you're oh saying, I, I was following you. Randy <laughs> was following me, and we're going over, and it's jet skis just going everywhere. So we're taking yeah. the rope that I had, and we took it and. We're switching all over the place. I get it. You know. Yeah, we're, we're good. We're, we're good. Keep going. <laughs> That's old old man memory coming back. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I have to do this while I'm thinking about it. So then we're out there tying these uh, jet skis off to the whatever was Anything. solid, just yeah. hooking them all together and tying them off Fences, and hope that they would stay there. Signposts, yeah. rails. And you had jet skis everywhere. I don't I don't know what you had at that time. Probably ten of them. I don't know. Easily. Yeah. 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 They were all over the place. <laughs> they were everywhere. The next day they were wedged in the hedges. One was wedged <laughs> under the building. And like we was had it really? we had guys like you know that we had like four guys that had to pull it out from underneath the building. Yeah. And the next day, snapping turtles are just cruising around. Snakes yeah. are cruising around. Oh yeah, we had all those weeds and all that yeah, normally up in the uh, in the shallows and all yep. that just came out. <laughs> the the, the pool, so we have a bumper boat pool between yeah. the building and the highway. That thing got inundated with sound water, and the wow, next spring when we that. cleaned it out, there were still fish and frogs in there because <laughs> it was so bad. I mean, it just had tons of debris in it. Wow, and that sets up higher. A whole that really was super high. high. Yeah, from from the way you drive I I didn't even dream. And not never in my life did I dream that that pool would be under sound water, you know. Oh, yeah. And then I had chargers. I keep the 
those, those are electric bumper boats, so I have chargers right on the pool deck. Oh, well, yeah. almost all those guys got ru ruined. Uh, that was the other thing about that storm was like things you never thought they were going to get ruined got ruined. And then a year later, you're like, oh, yeah, Hurricane Irene. You know? <laughs> so wow. It just killed everything. Yeah. What a mess. I remember, you know, uh, I guess as a little trade out, you needed some guys to shovel some sand and dirt up at uh, at my house at that time. It was Lillian B. Lillian B. Yeah. yeah. So we sent a bunch of guys up there. Yeah, that was cool too. <laughs> that was great. We were just we were just using whatever manpower we could we, grab. We were trading off. <laughs> they were under my house digging. I remember that too. Is that right? It was just sand all under the house at Lillian B. It was uh, in Kitty Hawk. Yeah. Right on the ocean. Yep. And I no longer have that. I no longer have the uh, cottage court. And uh, right. all I have is my boat now, and I love it. Yep. Yeah. So tell me about the boat. Oh, it's a Sea Wind. It was made in Australia. And it's a catamaran. It's a catamaran sailboat. It's 22 feet wide, 40 feet long. Well, it's like 39, such and such. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I say 40. It's easy. Right. Um, and uh, I live on it. It's got three bedrooms and two baths, and nice. we're sitting in the living room right now. Nice. Yeah, the, very nice boat. The, Love it. Yeah, yeah. And um, this it's is, got everything I need. And This uh, is your semi-retirement plan? Yeah, I mean, I, if you call it retirement, <laughs> I, I still, I'm still working. If you call it working, too, I mean, I'm, I make money taking people out sailing, and I, I love it. And I take normally take just six people because... Uh, my captain's license, yeah. unless I have some friends come by and I'll load the boat up with the heck, you know, and yeah. don't charge them for it. So. Yeah, it's not for uh, hire. Yeah. Right, it's exactly. Just, just a joyride. Exactly, and I, I do that once in a while too uh, for birthdays or whatever. So, uh, but uh, I'm I'm enjoying the heck out of it. I, yeah. I just I I don't know. I get depressed when I'm not busy, when I'm not going out at nights because the sunset is always different every night. Right. And. Uh, if not then I go tell out us about your, tell us about your trips oh okay well most of the time uh, this this will be five years I've owned the boat uh, in March and uh, normally I go from here to Key Largo uh, Florida uh, I have a cousin there and that's about as far as I've been <laughs> Uh, but and it's all enclosed on the ICW intercoastal waterway. Yeah, most of it's on the intercoastal waterway. But I do uh, since I sail most of the time by myself, my cat, and my dog. I uh, go out and uh, when I get to Georgia, or sometimes uh, Charleston, South Carolina, or whatever, I'll go out out in the ocean and then uh, stay up for the day and then zip in a, a uh, you know. A, jetty or whatever go in there and then anchor out and stay there uh so is that usually when you say a jetty is there is there a marina there is well, there life nah, there or is it pretty desolate there no nah, it's pretty desolate especially yeah. in georgia and stuff it's just uh, you can find most anywhere to anchor out a good spot that's not in the channel and and you're good you know so uh i save a lot of money that way uh by not doing the slips and so on but once in a while i will go to like uh i will do the icw up to georgia up to near savannah and there's a um slip right there that i can get and they actually uh give you a little little car that just a loaner car Wow. And you can drive into Savannah, and you can use it for like four hours or so. Nice. And they don't charge anything. You just put gas back in it. How's Savannah? Savannah's beautiful. It it's just amazing. I just, I don't know, it's just so pretty there. Right. That's, you know, it's a lot of places that uh, we go you know, on the East Coast going down because uh, it's so many beautiful places. I think we were talking about uh, Beaufort, North Carolina, the right. little town there that's, it's just a really, really neat town. Right. And I always normally stop there and all, too. But, any, uh, any other favorites you'd like to stay a few nights at? Um, it's a lot of favorites. I, I like um, 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 St. Augustine is great. Okay. Uh, right there, you can rent a mooring ball. Uh, and most of the time, they put me closer to the shore because my draft is only three foot seven. Right. All right, most sailboats are like six foot or five foot or whatever. Do these, does this boat have daggers or anything? No. It, well, it's got, uh, it's just got like a running, um, 
a center board like on each side. A little That's swing heel. Little swing heel. Yeah, you go. Gotcha. There you go. It's like about a foot and a half deep or whatever and that's all it needs because of the weight of the boat and the stability the wideness of the boat now the, this this sound the crotan sound is uh, very shallow do you usually keep those swing keels all the way up all the no, time no no i'm sorry it's not a swing keel it, it's a fix it's a fixed it's keel. a fixed okay. keel. yes okay. so it just stays down uh out here i don't have any trouble at all it's a muddy bottom too that yeah. helps so it can if it was to get real low it would push through it more than likely but i have seen some cats uh, come into this, uh, to Shallowback Bay, the, the channel there is really confusing if you look at it. They've got too many of this and that all over the place and yeah. they get confused and cut in between and then they'll hit bottom because mm. it's only a couple feet deep. Right. And I've seen a few of them have to get pulled out of that. Um, I've even done it a couple times where <laughs> I, I, would, I started there and then I'm like, whoa, 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 what am I doing? You know, talking to somebody or something. But <laughs> right. uh, that was, now pretty much the boat knows where to go, so. <laughs> and, and you, uh, so what kind of motors do you have on this thing? Uh, it's two uh, Yanmars, the only 30 horsepower engines and on each side. So it's very, uh, it'll spin around the circle. You can put one in reverse and one in right. forward. and. You can take it most any way you want to go, and uh, most of the time I just use one engine um, if I'm on the ICW and I can't sail, and it uses less than a gallon an hour. Okay. But it's not real fast, of course. You don't go yeah, you're just putting maybe along. yeah, maybe six or seven miles an hour, but still, you know, a gallon's not bad for a boat. Uh, yeah. An hour, so. Uh, I'll just use one or I'll motor sail and put one of the sails up and catch some wind and if it's not very breezy. Right. Yeah, but uh, people always ask me too on the boat, they always, first thing I say, I say, well, I normally go to Key Largo and I say, I'm planning on going to the Bahamas this year, hopefully. And um, they always ask me, how long does it take? That's the first thing I hear, how long does it take? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm in no hurry. Right. So uh, it takes me probably a month to get to Key Largo because I'm stopping along the way. And uh, there's another one I like too, West Palm Beach. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, I can anchor right right out front. Uh, there's a dinghy uh, floating pier right there. You can go in. You can actually, I can actually during the day take my uh, catamaran and put it right up next to the to the floating dock and leave it all day. You just can't leave it during the night, you know, at okay. night time. Okay. And uh, that's that's a neat little town too. Nice. And I, I get my electric bike out and ride around the towns and it makes it really neat. It's a lot of fun. And I got a big basket on the front of my bike now. So hopefully uh, if uh, Cruz, Captain Cruz, my, my border collie doesn't get any bigger, <laughs> he'll be able to go with me. Gotcha. <laughs> so. All right, and, and not to be annoying, but if you left... You would never be that way. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you left Manio yeah. first thing in the morning, okay. and uh, let's say you were headed to... <clears throat> well, let's put it this way. What's the first place you would probably stop at if you left Manio in the morning um, and were heading south? More than likely, I probably would not make it to Beaufort. Okay. So uh, a lot of times, rather than me going... Going um, north around the around the island and come back into the Alligator River. Uh, Roanoke Island. Yeah, Roanoke Island, right? Uh, that's what most people have to do. with With my sailboat, it's uh, it's 59 feet tall, so it does fit under fixed bridges. So I can go under the bridge right there at uh, Powers Cove. Washington Ball Bridge. Yep, there you go. Correct me. That's good. <laughs> I'm no, just, I, no, you're welcome I'm, to. I'm it. just yeah. working, just helping the listeners out. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a pest or anything. Uh, not trying, but he's, he's doing pretty good. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. Uh, so I go that way. I, yep. I go that way and go across the sound there um, and... More than likely, I'll make it down to uh, almost to, uh, what is it? Um, Newburn? Newburn, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Across from that, and I'll anchor out there. I mean, it depends on the weather, what it's like, what it's going to be like that night. I can just anchor out in the sound if I want to, as long as I'm not in the right. channel and right. I just keep the lights on. So you'll do that, light. you know? Yeah. If, if you don't feel like, 
hanging out in New Bern for three nights, and you're just like, you know, you're, right. just, you're just looking for protected water, right. and you don't even need to come up, uh, uh, ashore no. un unless you need something desperately. Exactly. So, exactly. Okay. And, and the it. boat, ha I have two freezers on a boat and a refrigerator, and so I Lots keep it stock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, honestly, I'm not much of a drinker, I'll be honest gotcha. with you. I, I, get, I do have some beer on here that people have left, <laughs> and they right. pro probably been here all summer. Right. That's how much I drink, you know, right, maybe one, one, uh, a cold one once every month. So uh, your, your evening tours on the Take 2 or, yeah. or any kind of tours on the Take 2, uh, you would motor out. So we're currently in Shallowbag Bay Marina. Right. Um, this is where you live. This is where you keep the boat. Yeah. Um, great facility, right? Yeah, during, during the summer is great. Yeah, you know, Too cool. cold here right now. Yeah. <laughs> Swimming pool, showers, yeah. bathrooms, restaurant right here. It's so wonderful. Everything yeah. you pretty much yeah. need. Stripers restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you're right on the main, right off the main drag. So I can, can I can walk if I want to to Daryl's restaurant or McDonald's is right here. And so we got distracted like two old guys usually do. Oh, and yeah. uh, so we Speak started. Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> we started talking about your sunset trips. Yeah. So you motor out of Shallowbag Bay Marina, yeah. you go out the channel, and do you, do you wait till you get all the way out there to raise your sails? Depends on when. Depends on when, yeah. Yeah, when coming from the north or, or the south, Good. I can just throw the sails up right there and sail from there right on out. Nice. And I try to always sail. I mean, I always sail, period. Right, right. They want to sail. People want to sail. People want to sail, and they. I start going out, and they're looking at you like, are you going to put the sails up? And I say, yeah, of course, I always do. Right. Uh, I mean, that's that's the best. That's the fun part. Yeah. Yeah. I took some people out the other day. It was just a couple, and they paid the full price for the six people. Uh, what I normally do is, uh, I take six people at the max. But if I go out with two, it still costs the yep. same. Yep. I mean, it, it just does. It costs me the same. So uh, I took them out, and it's first time they ever went sailing. And oh, cool. she was a photographer, and we had the most beautiful sunset. Nice. And she has gotten all kinds of pictures. She has sent me a few of them nice. all on it. And uh, they were, and wind was blowing like 20 miles an hour, which is perfect for this boat. It loves 20 mile an hour right? winds. I had full sails and we were zipping and we had a wake behind it. And they were like, <laughs> oh, this is so cool. And, and it stays flat. That's the best part about a catamaran. It doesn't go up on the side like a monohull does, like a regular sailboat. Right. And you're not trying to hang on for dear life. You're just sitting there relaxing, and it's staying flat, and uh, that's why people like it so much when they come off of it. And when I do sunset sails, I stay out until it's dark. I flip all the lights on. I'm coming in after dark, and I've got LED lights all over the place, so it's very safe. And you get to see the glow of the uh, sun too. Nice. And then a lot of times the moon will come up, a full moon, and nice. you get to see that too. So it's, and, it's and, and just so everybody knows, the Roanoke sound, I called it the Croatan sound earlier. I don't know why I did that. It well, it's on the other side. <laughs> yeah. But on the Roanoke sound, um, you don't have those big ocean swells. So it could be choppy yeah. on a breezy day, but, you know, not these gigantic swells. My boat doesn't feel, you know, the chop out there normally. Yeah. I mean, Cuts right through it, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's been a few times with 20 mile, depending on which way the wind was blowing, if it was blowing completely from the north or northeast, it can get really choppy out there. You yeah. might get a little spray or something, but right. very seldom. Anybody ever get sick out on the sound? I have here? never gotten anybody sick here. There was one lady said that she, she uh, felt a little sick, but... Uh, uh, she she said she took something she was okay. Yeah. Actually, I had some ginger ale and gave her that, and she's like, "Oh, I'm okay now." <laughs> yeah. But uh, most of the time you don't, because you don't, you know, it's it's pretty calm. Yeah. I, I just want to bring that up in case yeah. people want to give you a call and go for a tour. They they there can go. go out there with there confidence, and I, I do get that question. When I was running the business, I used to get that question yeah. periodically. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I still go through Kitty Hawk Water Sports, and gotcha. uh, so. Uh, that's good, and you can book it all year for next year Anytime, if you wanted yeah. to. Yeah. And then they have a gift certificate, so right. that'd be something right. I've always thought, that, wow, that'd be great for somebody that's coming down here and uh, the mom or the dad wanted to do something that for them, yeah. you know, put them on the sailboat. What, should, the people, on it. what should people bring when they come for a tour? You can bring anything you can bring your coolers you can bring food you can bring whatever you, alcohol whatever you want to drink uh you can even bring your dog 
I have my dog here, and honestly, I, I don't mind dogs on the on the boat. Cats? It's, how about cats? Well, I, I, <laughs> believe it or not, I did have one cat on there that right? the other the other day, but they had this little. Uh, it was it was really neat. It was a backpack. It had like a glass I've thing over it, and the cat was sitting there looking out of it, looking all around. My dog, my border collie, was over there looking at him like, "What the heck is this?" You know, he kept on. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway. A cat under glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, bring your own food, drinks, you know, yeah. and a lot of people just have a, a nice casual oh, yeah. evening. How many wedding proposals have you seen out here? Uh, two. Gotcha. I've had two of them on the boat, and I, I didn't know about it till they came on, and, and the guy would come over to me, hey, I'm going to propose tonight. I'm like, well, let me know when, you know, when you do it. I'm going to drop the sails make everything calm and and uh try to get the best pictures in for you there you go and uh i've got pictures of you're those a professional on. man yeah sure i am <laughs> <laughs> sure I am. excellent yeah. and uh yeah. so you probably get uh what are some other common uh um themes party themes or reasons why people come out like uh well, bridal showers and stuff like that or yeah yeah i've had a lot of those i really a lot, have a lot of bridal yeah, showers quite a few. i've even uh i've had a photographer that called me this year and uh she says could you come into the town of manio uh we're getting wedding pictures and i would like to use your boat i said okay so we put them had her you know with her dress or gown everything on and tuxedo for him and he was out on my boat and I put up full sails and came into the town. I was lucky that night. Wind was coming out the right right way yep. from the east or whatever. So I sailed them in and they took some great pictures of, of them on the boat and coming in and so nice. on. And that, that was that's really a neat little thing to do too for people getting pictures made. Do you want to talk about what it's like to live in Manio? I mean whether it's uh, well uh, I live on my boat in Manio so which is great and uh, I've got uh, my I do have a car here that I can go places and that's what I love about the Outer Banks it's so beautiful here that you can you know go to the ocean I take my dog over there and we play or we go to the sound and then I've got an electric bike here that I go all around the town of Manio and uh, gosh you can I can get on an electric bike and go there faster and, and beat the traffic yeah. than, than anything yeah, else. Yeah, it gets busy here, especially in the summertime. Yeah, yeah. and I ride around the town, and uh, it's all kinds of bike trails here in Manio that's really, really nice, real nice trails, and you right. ride into the town and all that. Uh, there's a bike bike um, rental place here, too. Um, right. Manio Bikes right there. He's a nice guy, and they rent bikes out. You can just grab one of those yeah, and I've ride around him. the town. Good guy. Yeah, yeah really great guy yeah he's worked on my bike a few times <laughs> so here's a random question going back to your commutes <laughs> from North Carolina to Florida yeah and I've heard people doing this is sometimes you just intentionally or unintentionally just kind of fall in with another party another boat yeah. and you just kind of oh well let's stop at this you know do, do, have you done that like just kind of create friends along the way and and kind of jive your schedules a little bit? Yeah, um, this one group, it's this one guy named uh, Wiley. I've got his last name. And he does Sailing Toward the Sun, I believe it's called. And he di he gets these people that never been to Florida to to follow him. And okay. they get in a group and he, he charges them, I guess, and, and sure. so on. And this is what he does. That's kind of clever. And he, he'll take them to the Bahamas if they want to. And you just follow him on out. That's really Well, clever. I got with them one day. I was just, you know, I bought an anchor from Wally. Okay. Uh, and so I knew who it was. And I just, just all of a sudden there's a bunch of sailboats. And I just got in line with them. And it was kind of funny. And then I was listening to him, you know, on the, on the radio and stuff. And one of them, he was like... Uh, Hey, uh, y'all got to speed up. We got to make this bridge down here. So I, I cranked up the other engine and speed it up. And I started going by these uh, other sailboats. This one guy, he started uh, doing a thing like uh, horse races. <laughs> I can't do it, but he was doing it. And, and take two is in the lead. It was coming up. <laughs> It, it was pretty funny, but uh, yeah, it was, it was funny up until he asked you for his cut of the money. Yeah, there you go. exactly. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I was just uh, yeah, I was just falling in. Now, gradually, I, I passed him and, and went on. 
once. Gotcha. Yeah, but but it was it was kind of neat. But um, stuff like that. And, that, and that made, that's actually a nice. I mean, I'm sure he's not a billionaire because of it, but that's kind of a. That's a great little job. That's too. a nice little business idea. It's like yeah, because me. I would be a chicken shit. I would be yeah. you know, like, where I am I going? What, where do I stop? What do I do? You know, especially if I wanted the ICW, I could fake. I really think I could fake it just reading some books and, and getting online. Well, the but, ICW, you got to watch the current. You got to watch right. the tides when they're coming in. When they, I mean, snow's cut is one of the worst things you could ever do right there uh, near uh, uh, right, right, Wrightsville Beach. Wrightsville Beach. Yeah. There, I mean, it the current it, it runs three mile three knots. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. You don't want to go through that with a boat that runs five knots. <laughs> it takes. Yeah. yeah. And and it. Yeah. When, when if scary. you're a boater around here, where we have no lunar tides on the inside, you know, yeah. you get into a tidal area, it, it throws you for a loop. Oh my know? gosh, Georgia too. I mean, Georgia had the the difference in the tides is like eight feet. You know, right. and sometimes yeah. And they have these, uh, they have their uh, piers and all with these floating docks. And the, and the floating docks would be down with a long ramp. And you see them way down sometimes. You almost look like you slide down it. Yeah. And then other times they'd be floating even with the piers. And the currents get so bad in there that you really got to watch uh, the inlets, you know, what. What, what direction you're going in. Right. and. Yeah, yeah, you got to keep an eye on that stuff. And time you try it. to try to time it right. Yeah. Doesn't always work, but <laughs> yeah. Right, I get yeah, it. So you so you check your currents and all that when you're going down your tides. Yeah. Anyway, um, when we first were doing, um, I got a well, it's Kitty Hawk Heights got a got a message that HBO wanted to do the jetpack, and they sent me uh, this this guy's name. His name is. Uh, Glossner. And so I called him back and I said, are you really with HBO? You're playing with me, right? <laughs> and, uh, he starts laughing. He says, no, 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 I really am. And he says, could you come to Wilmington uh, and show your jetpack? And uh, we're thinking about using it on a show. And I'm like, okay, way you want me to do it? And, and at the time too, to go down there and back, you know, you pay me well. I mean, it was good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we, so he's like uh, right there near the inlet where it goes to the ocean, there's a Coast Guard station in Wilmington. And he says, uh, if you can come there. I'm like, okay. So we made it there that day. My cousin and I went, Michael Throckmorton, and um, we went there and uh, here we, we come through the, through the uh, street and they got it blocked off. and. He, he go, bring your truck down here. We've got a special parking place. But I said, I need to put the jet skis in the water. Where can I do that? So they told me where to go. So my, my cousin uh, dropped me off with the jet skis. I brought them around. And uh, then he brought the truck back. Anyway, uh, so finally, I'm out there with the jet skis. And, and I'm checking the jetpack out and they said they'll be there in a little bit so I, I said well I'll just run it around a little bit so I was running it around and I was out out there and the, at the inlet and all of a sudden like 20 people start walking across the sand I'm like well that must be them and I looked and that was Danny McBride you could pick him out yeah. of all of them and I'm like oh that's cool that's Danny and I said oh this is neat so uh, all of them got there and they were watching me, so I was spinning around in circles, and then I was walking on water with it, like I would do. You, you know, you can walk on water, and uh, and then so I'm like, ah, I got to make this look good. So I come <laughs> come toward the shore, and the money shot. Yeah, <laughs> so I shoot straight up in the air, and I look at Danny, and he's got a got his camera, and and you could see what he was saying is like, wow, you know, and, and he's taking a picture of me. I said. This is cool. Danny McBride's taking a picture of right. me. So uh, then I spun it around a few more times. Then I came over the sand, and I dropped it down on the sand. You could land it right onto the beach. And, of course, it was wilding out all the yeah, sand yeah, yeah. with the water flashing, and I jumped down. And Danny Danny McBride comes over. He, he runs over to me. That is cool as crap. You, know? <laughs> you, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> you say whatever you want. That is cool as shit. <laughs> 
He says, man, he said, I love this. I can't wait to do this. I said, thank you, Danny. He said, no, and he says, I'm Danny McBride. I said, I know who you are, man, and, and shook his hand and everything. And so uh, they were there and they were discussing how to do it and what to do. And they were just going on and on because all the big wheel executive producers were there. And uh, it, it was it was really neat. And uh, then Danny, I said, look, I, I brought, I've got some T-shirts. I said, would you like some? He said, do you have any for my son, too? And he's he's got a small son, too. And I had some small ones. I gave it to him. and. I gave him some other t-shirts, I gave him a um, OBX jetpack hat, and then, like I said, he got hurt uh, after that, That and uh, but so it was like months later. Can, can I break in yes, for a second? Yeah. I, I had, about 25 years ago, mm -hmm. Bruce Springsteen walked into my business up in Duck. Really? And I got to meet him, and, and, and it was just so cool. And I should have given him free T-shirts. I should have thrown everything at him. Oh yeah, you know. He just and didn't. I, he was I just struck. didn't think. <laughs> I, I was totally starstruck. I didn't think. So you were on the ball, and you thought of all that stuff. Well, I thought so about it before I got there. Man, I had the T-shirts yeah. in the box, everything. Yeah, I was. I was surprised. I was caught off yeah. guard to just have him walk down and decide to take out some <laughs> jet skis. So, so good on you. Yeah. So anyway, when he when he came back. Uh, when we finally did the show, all of a sudden he shows up and there he is wearing an OBX jetpack hat. <laughs> nice. I said, Danny, I like your hat, man. He says, you know, I've been wearing this thing everywhere. He said, he said I love we it. We need to get a picture of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I did. We got a picture of him and I and uh, my cousin all together and all. And we got nice. pictures and all of that. And and it was just, it was just so cool. My son, too, when, when he did the... Uh, he was a stuntman for for Ken Marino. They had it the, his own trailer. Yeah. It had a star on it and everything. And I took pictures <laughs> of my son uh, with a star, and he he had his own trailer to go in there, and change clothes, leave whatever he wanted in there. Right. And they had trailers everywhere. They had uh, portable porta johns with air conditioning and all that in it. They had a snack bar hooked up uh, with all kinds of it. It looked like something you'd you know a store you would go to a candy shop right anything popcorn this that yep. all of that they had um that morning we were supposed to go out uh charles called me um executive producer and he's like i said yeah i said we're gonna grab some breakfast said, no come right over here you have breakfast here they had three chefs out there cooking <laughs> anything you wanted right you just amazing yeah and then lunchtime came up, and they said, well, it's 12 o'clock, but we're going to pay some overtime here for everybody because we're going into it. We want to finish this one little set. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so they're paying us overtime because they were late for lunch. That's what the uh, the, the rules do. The I think there's union rules. Union rules, yeah. yes. We were late so, for lunch. So we, um, we've had a little experience here working with Beachfront Bargain Hunt. You know, they want to come out and they want to get on jet skis or paddle boards or something. Or the parasail boat. We have mm -hmm. an episode. Our parasail boat is on one of those episodes. And, yeah, I, I had no idea that the union was, like, they're, they cracked down on that. It's like, we're, we're taking an hour lunch break whether you like it or not. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that was unreal, too. And then... What, what time of the year were you doing this thing with the Eastbound and Down? Well, uh, what happened was uh, he was doing the film. We were supposed to do it in, like, August. And uh, I think that's what it was. And uh, all of a sudden, Danny, the show before this one that he was supposed to do, he, he was in a um, roller sk uh, skate thing in a rink. And Danny fell backwards and cracked his tailbone. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And so he was on pain pills and stuff. And yeah. he, he was like, man, I don't know if I can make this or not. And finally, he... he uh, he got better, and they made the show, and I, I think it was like September when we did it, I believe. Okay. I can't remember. So it wasn't cold? No, it wasn't cold. No, yeah. it, the and, water and, was still And warm. you weren't pulled away from a ton of potential business from here. You probably yeah. got paid more doing so that it, than you would have staying right. here. So. Exactly, gotcha. exactly. And, and uh, they were doing it in August, and I told them, well, you know, this is going to be when I really need, you know, I do a lot of business, I'm going to lose a lot. And, 
Yeah. He's like, well, we understand it. <laughs> HBO has right. endless, endless money. It's just unreal. It's exactly. Just really I mean, the, yeah. Know, the budget's not that tight, you know. Yeah. If they want something done now, they get it done now. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. So that that was that was pretty cool too. And, and I was teaching Danny McBride how to fly. Okay, fly the uh, jetpack. So uh, we went there a day before, and I taught Danny and Ken Marino, both of them had to fly and stuff. It was it was pretty neat. Right. Uh, with me running the controls and and uh, the the throttle and everything. And uh, so <clears throat> the next day when they'd go to film it, well, it might not have been the next day. I think it was about a month later or whatever. Um, I was flying Danny and I was working the controls and. On the jetpack, there's a throttle like a motorcycle, so you can, I can just let go of my end and just let them fly like a motorcycle, and you have control of it. With well, Danny, uh, was out there and he was flying, and the uh, director Joey, uh, I forgot what his name is, but Joey, um, he goes out and yells at me. He says, "Let let Danny have the throttle." I said. Danny is not ready to have the throttle yet. I said, he hasn't done it before. No, just let him have it. Let him do it himself. I'm like, okay. And so then I have a um, intercom that goes to the helmets, yep. and I can talk to Danny, and I said, Danny, okay, look, remember what I told you. Just do the throttle real easy. They want, want you to do it. And be real calm, and and all of a sudden Joey says, "Quit telling him what to do. Just let him do it." <laughs> so like Danny, you're on your own, buddy. And so uh, he he goes there, and he's working the throttle himself, and he's doing pretty good. And he got it five feet off the water or something, and then he got a little sideways. And when he did, he he forgot what he's doing, and he hit the throttle, and he went straight up in the air. So he's about 30 feet off the water, and I, I killed the switch because I didn't want him to get hurt. Yeah. I didn't want him to go backwards or whatever. So I killed the switch, and he comes straight down. Everybody on the boat, especially the director, they were laughing their heads <laughs> off. Oh, my gosh. My, my cousin, he was on a jet ski there, so he ran out to Danny real fast. And he's, you okay, Danny? He says, yeah, he says, I've had enough. Let the, let the stuntmen do the rest. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> yeah. Let the it, professionals take yeah, over. Yeah, <laughs> but it was all because of the director. The director was his friend, too. Yeah. He's done uh, This Is The End and uh, Tropic Thunder. And oh, Tropic yeah. Thunder, yeah. Remember, Danny was in that and all that. Uh, and he, I think he was director on that and everything. He's pretty, pretty famous. It, it was neat, but he was laughing his head off. So he was just so screwing with it. He was messing with <laughs> it. Yeah, he was Ken Marino. Ken Marino that was on there. He was in uh, um, We're the Millers with Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Okay, he was her boss on the show and everything. Okay. And he's been in a bunch of Jennifer Aniston shows and she he's been in movies I see him all the time on TV okay see Ken Marino all the time and uh, my son was a stuntman for him and um, we did it in Wilmington North Carolina they rent it they leased a lake okay and then they leased a elementary school all right so they had shuttle buses these shuttle vans going back and forth to the elementary school. We had buffet there, everything for lunch, all this stuff. It was just amazing. So that was where? Closed set. Completely yeah. closed. They have their own guards around. Nobody could come in there. They could do anything they wanted to. Did you, and I'm, I don't know anything about show business, but yeah. did you and your son have to become members? Uh, yeah. What's the, what do they call that? The Actors Guild? Yeah, my son did. Okay. Because he was a stuntman. Right. I didn't have to because I owned the business. I wasn't being a stuntman. You were a contractor of something. My son is a stuntman for HBO now. Because he was in front of the ca yep. camera. And he gets royalties from uh, Eastbound and Down. Nice. Not big ones, but yeah, he gets royalties. He did, yeah, right. <laughs> he has. Honestly, he's had like... A dollar fifty or something like <laughs> so that. Sweet. Look, I got another check from HBO. Look at this. Like, and he still gets it. You know, right now, yeah. whenever they show a show or whatever, and put a show on there. But he doesn't make a lot of it. But uh, uh, Kim Marino was. We were on a long dock, and Kim was out there, and Kim 
uh, Randy had just come in, and Ken said, do you have a towel, Randy? He says, no, I don't. He said, I'll get you one. And Ken Marina goes all the way down, goes to one of the cool. things, and I'm like, isn't this cool? About that time, this lady comes out with a towel, and here comes uh, Ken right behind her, and Randy grabbed the towel from us threw it down real fast <laughs> and then Ken came over that thank you Ken I appreciate this you know but really super guy to do something no, like that, that. that's, I that's that was, good to hear you know shows yeah. he's a regular guy yeah he's a regular guy nice. and uh we we just had a great time when we uh when I was teaching them how to fly and stuff it was just a day with Kim Marino and Danny McBride and right and uh, people would have they would die, you know, a lot of his fans would, they would just die to do something like right, that. And, right, And we are that, I'm teaching them how to fly the jetpack. That's cool. And it's like, hey, Danny, you know, you're looking terrible, man. I, I, one time I told him to go right and he went left. I said, you know, your other right, your other right. <laughs> <laughs> and come on, man, and all this stuff. And uh, it was just so much fun. I, and I'm yeah. like, and I got paid for that. Yeah. Ah. How can we make a career out of that? You know? I know. <laughs> and they pay awesome. And at the at the end of the show, he calls me up. Uh, the executive producer, Charles, uh, I'm not going to name names, but Charles is all I'll say. And he ended up being a friend of mine. And uh, I still contact him now. It's really yeah. neat. And um, he calls me up, though, and he says, Butch, he says, we were figuring we'd have to go another day. And he said, you were able to get everything in that day he says i'm gonna send you a bonus nice i'm like so he's looking out for you wow charles i said you don't have to no no it's okay i said well look you're still welcome to come to my cottage court in nags head if y'all want to come down sometime and he took me up on uh, on it him and his wife and his three boys nice. came down and uh, they took me out to we went to um taylor the whale and yep. he paid for everything and <laughs> just nice. super nice guy Regular and he, people. Yep, yeah, and he works for uh, he works for Netflix now and HBO. He does HBO. He says on the side. That's what he says. But he was doing. He was in charge of uh, the Outer Banks thing for Netflix. Oh, no, the show. Yeah. The show Outer Banks. Uh huh. Cool. Uh huh. So he was in charge of that, and uh, then he was doing Veep with Julia Dreyfus. Right. And he called me up one day and he says, "Hey, Butch." Um, we're in Maryland doing Veep. And he says, would you like to come up here? And I was doing, doing my jetpack yeah. or whatever. And it was during the summer. And I'm like, nah, that would be... He said, you meet Julia and everything. I said, he said, you have to wear a suit, though, and not, not shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, well, forget it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> my suit's at the cleaners. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. But uh, I thought that was... Then uh, uh, Charles called me and he says, "Hey, you need to move your truck. We're gonna do. We're gonna film some right in front of the elementary school." I'm like, "Oh, okay." So I had to move my truck to get it get it out the way. They don't want it in the picture. And so uh, it was for like the last uh, episode, I think. So I happened to look, and there's uh, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm talking to my son and. Um, my cousin, I'm like, that's Lindsay Lohan, isn't it? And they're like, no, nah, I can't be. And then both of them are like, yeah, it is. <laughs> so there's Lindsay Lohan. So uh, the last show was um, Danny McBride being in a um, rehab. Yeah. And uh, his lost daughter he didn't know he had was Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> She's the one that got him out of the rehab. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I mean, they very they, ironic. Yeah, yeah. So Lindsay Lohan gets him out. So uh, they open the doors up and they do all that. And you know, it's just a little short scene with Lindsay Lohan. So, so they used the entrance of the elementary school to look like it was the rehab center. The or rehab like. center. They had they had a sign out there, rehab. They had it all set up. That's funny. So right at the very end, they're doing that. And also too, I've got to tell you this. Um, uh, Charles, when it, when we were getting ready to fly the jetpack, he comes uh, out on the pier with this girl, and I'm like, she looks familiar. And I'm like, oh. So it was Danny's wife, which is uh, Katie Minson. She also was on uh, Mike and Molly. That show comes on all the time, reruns and all that. She I'm was a not sister. familiar with that. Okay. She was a sister on that. Okay. 
and she was a little chubby on that but this she wasn't chubby now you know gotcha. I, they must have made her look that way when they checked. <laughs> but uh she was just beautiful she comes over and hi i'm katie i said hi and she gives me a big hug so she said they give me a big hug here's katie minson you know on all these shows all the time and you see her all the time too like yeah. and and they're yelling hey butch we need the jetpack i said y'all go away go away leave me alone <laughs> katie's giving me a hug go away yeah so no, I thought awesome. that was cool too. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So, All right. Hey, I've had, I've had a pretty good life. It's in and you know now I'm blessed enough to have a sailboat and sailing back and forth to Key Largo and yeah. You live in some cool it. places. You get to meet some nice people. Yeah. Could be a lot worse. It's so awesome. <laughs> so so awesome. Um, I'm thinking of another thing. You might want to splice it in. <laughs> Not a problem. Okay. The um. Harbor Fest, when we did Harbor Fest too. Downtown Norfolk. Downtown Norfolk, yep. And uh, Waterside. Yep. And uh, they were like, they have a parade of sail. And the first uh, Harbor Fest we did the first year, they had. The, what year ballpark? Uh, I think it was 2012. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I think it was 2012 and 13 we did. The first year, though, they had the USS Cole in it. Uh, where they had just repaired right that had blown up terrorists had terrorists blown a hole in the side of the killed. coal that yeah. was over in the middle east somewhere exactly so they got it back to the states and repaired it exactly the uss coal was the lead of the parade going into waterside and they took uh took um um you know tugboats and spun it around and all that but we got to fly the jetpack right behind it nice they let us do it and of course you got all of these uh, Coast Guard with machine guns on that, yeah. on the Zodiacs, on the bow of it, and all that. Yeah, big boats with big propellers, too, so I yeah. wouldn't want to fall down. <laughs> yeah, and these guys with helmets and machine guns, and and all of a sudden the machine gun guy tells Randy, he said, Come over here. And Randy's like, Okay. So, <laughs> this he, is a prank. so he's flying over to, to the guy with the machine gun, and he gets out his phone, and he's taking a video. <laughs> Anyway, very cool. So, so you were cruising along with the, the USS Cole. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was really, really neat. We, I don't know. And um, what we did there was uh, have my pontoon boat, and I'd pull it out front of uh, Waterside, and I'd anchor it. Right. And then they gave me a wireless mic, and then I'd get up on top of the uh, pontoon boat, and uh, I would tell what what we did on the outer banks and how we. You know, did the jetpack, and uh, and then I'd give away T-shirts, and Randy would go in with the jetpack and fly next to the people, and then throw them a T-shirt. That's better than the uh, T-shirt yeah. bazooka. And then uh, we had the other channel there. I forgot to, what channel that is. They were doing a uh, weather report real fast one at 12 o'clock, I think it was, where they do a, wherever they are. So they were doing it at Waterside, and they said. What they want you to do is fly up and fly in the air right when he comes on. So I yelled at Randy. I said, come on, come on, hurry up. And he comes flying down there, and it timed it just right when he came on the air. He says, we're in Waterside, and we're right here with the jetpack, water power jetpack. And Randy flew straight up in the air right then. Yeah. Of course, he got him a little wet. <laughs> but uh, it was right. just perfect timing, and, nice. and we had we did that. And it was all, and they had Wavy TV, the helicopter and everything, flying over us when we were flying. Nice. It was so cool. Yeah. I, I had so much fun with the jetpack. Right. I really did. I had something that... You know, you dream it out. It's, right. it, and I always loved uh, going to Waterside, going to Harbor Fest uh, from Richmond. I would go there all the time because of all the bands playing and everything. Right. And I loved Waterside you, and, and you, you, Harbor Fest. Did you grow up in Richmond? Yes. Or, yeah, okay. And I would never in a million years think that we would be in Harbor Fest <laughs> flying a jetpack. Right, right, right. I mean, what what the heck is this, you know? So if anybody out there wants a jetpack and a flyboard, I got I can sell it to them. So you still have it? I still have it. Yeah, I haven't sold it. It's in storage uh, here somewhere. I've got it in storage. Yeah, got it. Yeah, still got my jetpack truck. I use it for my my storage room. 
for all of my stuff that I used to have. The the name of the podcast is Treasures of the Outer Banks, and and uh, Butch, you're definitely one of the treasures of the Outer Banks. <laughs> I, I appreciate you being out there at the night of uh, Hurricane Irene. <laughs> Give me a hand. You're definitely a true friend. I appreciate it, and and this was a lot of fun. I I, I thank you for sitting down with me and and getting this on recording. Oh, I really enjoyed it. Really did. And thank you, John. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to the show, and I hope you enjoyed these stories. I think the Outer Banks is a special place, and sharing it with other people who love the Outer Banks is a real privilege for me. If you have a specific topic you'd like to hear or a specific person, please leave a note in the comments, and I'll see what I can do. Remember, if you want to find treasure on the Outer Banks, just talk to a local.